Well, I couldn't get through the entire episode yesterday because it's just running long, and I swore I was going to keep this to between 30 and 40 minutes. That is the Dave rule, so I must continue. But I cannot let this stuff go, and I'm going to freewheel this. Let's talk about some of the stupid things said by the squad, and I'm even considering making this its own little bit. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. So, needless to say, this is going to be a lot shorter than any of the other episodes, simply because I, I just have two sound bites I want to talk about. Um, now, for those who don't know who the squad are, I'm sure you all do, because they are just the pit of hysteria. They're just so funny. Uh, they're so dumb. But they are dangerous, and we're going to talk about why a little later. Uh, the first is the leader of the squad, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who never held a job, uh, never held a full-time job until she got a job in Congress. That's right. She's 30 years old. Uh, she got uh, put in in 2018, and she is a flaming social. She's a flaming tyrant, is what she is. She's very dangerous. I think she's extremely dangerous. Uh, you know, she has all of the things that can make up for tyranny. She's pretty, she's vicious, and she's stupid. So, and she's also a reflection of our youth today. So, she's a very scary human being. Not very bright, though, and that's the thing. Ilhan Omar, who is a Somali a refugee, naturalized citizen from Minnesota, um, also extremely dumb, anti-Semitic, bad human being. Uh, Rashida Tlaib, also, she is a uh, supposed Palestinian. I don't, even though we don't really know what that is, she's born in America. She is actually from Michigan. Uh, all are, all of these folks I'm talking about for are from the House of Representatives. And finally, it's Ayanna Presley, who is actually the Shemp of the squad, uh, Shemp, if you don't know who that is, that's that's a lot. Ayanna Presley, uh, a Shemp is actually from the Three Stooges. He replaced Curly when Curly died. Um, Shemp or Shemp, Ayanna Presley. I don't know anything about her. I don't care, but she is absolutely nuts. So, um, she did do she did do something that I really do respect. But outside of that, so these gals. The reason I bring these gals up. And the reason that a lot of people keep talking about this, these people is because they just say things that are so over the top, that are so insane, and that are so stu stupid that one cannot believe that these people were actually hired in Congress. And they're just, they're just really funny. And here's the thing with politics. Politics you need to take with a light heart. If you if you if one takes politics seriously, they'll go absolutely insane. So don't take politics serious seriously. The good news is these gals make it that you don't have to take politics seriously because they're just so dumb. So let's take the first one. Let's take Ilhan Omar. So Ilhan Omar was a refugee from Somalia. She. I can't remember her exact past, but she actually left Somalia. I think she stayed in Ni uh, a refugee camp in Nigeria. And then the United States gave her 
um, gave her family the option to come to the United to come to the United States. She came, She was like ten years old. She came to the United States. They shuffled her off to Minnesota, where she eventually became a congresswoman in Minnesota. So she's telling this story at a, I believe it was a Bernie rally. So let's listen to Ilhan Omar and then let's talk about her comments. That I saw was homeless people sleeping on the sides of Manhattan when we arrived in New York. And I remember turning to my father and saying, this doesn't look like the America you promised. And my, my father said, hush child, we're going to get to our America. Because the America that we were um, shown uh, in the orientation tapes when we were coming here uh, from the refugee camp in Kenya had um, beautiful homes with white picket fences, happy families eating a full meal um, in their beautiful living rooms. It had happy children uh, getting on the bus to go to their beautiful schools. It had pictures of amazing uh, malls, mega malls. Uh, it had pictures of beautifully um, built bridges and highways. Uh, it was a picture of abundance. Now that's the ideal. That's the America we all know we deserve. But our reality is full of homeless people. Our reality is full of families who have moms and dads who are going without dinner or lunch or breakfast just so that they can have enough for their children. Our reality is full of kids who are showing up to schools that are full of mold uh, and uh, leaking rooftops. Our reality uh, has children who are um, facing uh, drills every single day um, to learn about how they can escape um, being shot in our schools. Now, as an immigrant, someone... Now, I, I know that was kind of a long clip, but I want to point out here, and I wanted to point out that she... This is a girl that came from Somalia. She lived in Somalia. I said Nigeria, but I was wrong. She said she lived in Somalia, had to leave Somalia during the civil war over there, escaped to Kenya, lived in a refugee camp in Kenya, and then came to the United States. And she's complaining about the fact that she saw a homeless person when she landed. This is, there is no appreciation from these, from this country by these people. None. They don't, they see, first off, there is no such thing as the perfect country. We are going to have homeless. We are going to have poor. Everybody has homeless and poor. But the question is, do we have the most homeless and poor? Well, this is a woman who's into opening the borders. So I guess, yeah, we could end up like that if we end up with uh, all of the poor in Mexico, Honduras, Guatemala, and El Salvador coming up here. Sure, it could happen. But this is the richest country in the world. Richest, without even 
in the not only the richest country in the world, probably the richest country in world history. And she's complaining about it. See, here's the thing. When you, and I find it, before I, I find it ironic that she's sitting back and saying, well, people are getting shot, people are homeless, roofs are leaking, things like this. And she came from Kenya and Somalia, where abject poverty and violence are, that's the daily life. You don't have abject poverty and violence throughout the society. That's just a lie. That's a lie. And one of the reasons these people actually say that, they keep telling us how bad our lives are. I had somebody, um, it was two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, tell me that, oh, well, you know, this tax uh, decrease, no one ever sees it. It's only for the rich. And I'm like, well, no, I get a, about $100, $120 extra a month, a week, a paycheck. I saw it. The second it came into play, I looked, compared my paychecks and I saw a raise. 100, 120 bucks may not sound like a lot. For me, that's a lot. I need that. It doesn't hurt me. But to sit back, for them to sit back and say, well, you're miserable, you're, you're living a terrible life, you're poor, you're this, you're that. Um, I'm sorry, I don't see it. I don't see it in, I see it in the streets. But mind you, in the streets where you see a lot of homeless, that's because I, I'm from California and California is a democratic state and they really don't care. They raise everything in California to the point people can't survive. Not to mention people are on drugs. For the So the poor is a cause from people like this. And they're not here to solve your problem. And I'm so tired of hearing how bad this country is when she, of all people, came from a country that... I got news to you. Do you think she would be in the government in Somalia or Kenya? Not a chance. Not a chance. So her position is because of how great she's in the position because of how great our country is. And um she doesn't appreciate it. And I got news to you. She could go to any other country in the world. And she's not going to be in the government. She's not going to be a representative in the government. It, this is just a really sad state. But I do want you to remember one thing. Don't listen to these people. When Chuck Schumer or Nancy Pelosi or any of these candidates, like Bernie Sanders is the worst, and we're going to have an entire episode on Bernie Sanders. They come up and they tell you how miserable you are, how poor everyone is, how rich how the rich are only getting richer, it's it's a card trick. It's a three-card Monty. What they're trying to do is they're trying to make you feel bad for your accomplishments. Meanwhile, they're trying to make you feel, feel bad for what you don't have. For example, I guarantee you, anyone listening to this podcast, you've got a phone, you've got a television, you've got a, a car, you've got a roof over your head, 
you make enough money, you 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 may survive paycheck to paycheck, but you are surviving without too much. You, you are surviving. They're trying to make you forget that and make you jealous of what you don't have. Jeff Bezos, um, Mark Zuckerberg, be jealous, uh, Elon Musk, be jealous of those people. They have all the money and they make more and more money. Yeah, well, they seem to forget. They make more and more money because they make great, great, great products. They provide great, 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 great services. Everything on my desk right now, my computer, my lamp, my microphone, my glasses, everything on my desk is from Amazon. Why? Because they provide great things. They deserve it. And he also risked. So this petty jealousy that these people try to peddle is disgusting. And she doesn't even say it in a way that is cogent. Here's the thing. With Democrats, it's always the negative. With Republicans, it's always the positive. Watch a Trump, compare a Trump rally with a Bernie rally. Trump, yeah, no, he'll go off on the candidates. He'll do that. That's what he's supposed to do. He'll go off. But what he also does is tell you how great things are. The country is great. And he doesn't tell you that as a facade. He gives you numbers. He gives you facts. Democrats tell you nothing but how bad things are in this country. Look, hey, this country didn't start. Uh, this country didn't start in 1776 when we decided to split away. We didn't fight a civil war to free black slaves. White men did not vote to allow women to vote. LBJ did not. Listen to Martin Luther King. We don't talk about and, and decide to sign the Civil Rights Act. Ending Jim Crow. See, here, here's the thing. We can't always look at the negative of the country. What are we now? The Democrats, and Ben Shapiro said this, so I'm going to give him a little credit. The con this country it grew, grows, just like a child. In 1600s, when we, or 1492, when we came to this country, it wasn't even a country. It was nothing. It was a, a bunch of land with some people on it, Native Americans. And we grew and grew and grew. And there were growing pains. Those growing pains were separation from mother, which was England. The growing pains were, um, this is, slavery is evil. Let's get rid of it. We grew in that we didn't allow most of our people to vote. We have our nation to vote. So women's suffrage happened. We grew so that we, we didn't allow blacks their, their rights. And we ended Jim Crow. And we continue to grow. Here's the problem. The Democrats do not want us to grow. They want us to be miserable. They want racism. They want bigotry. They want everything. You could even say we uh, gay marriage was allowed. We grew. I don't consider that something, but a thing. But okay, 
We continue to grow. This country continues to improve. But these people, these this left, never wants us to grow. Never want to point out the good things with the country. This is a country built on slavery. Crap. Absolute crap. Built on the patriarchy. Yes. But we've thinned that out. We're not the patriarchy anymore. There are women in Congress. There are women who have run for president. We've had a black man that was president. We have black people that are running for president. This is the greatest country. This is the greatest country in the world. And if you ever want to make a comparison, compare a Trump rally with a Democratic candidate rally. They're completely different. Positivity at the Trump rallies, negativity at the Democratic rallies. And that's why they're going to lose in 2020. They're not going to lose because their ideas are bad and they're terrible. They're scary. They're going to lose because people don't want to be told how bad things are all the time. They want some positive. They want something positive. They want to hear positive. We need to raise taxes for Medicare. When did raising taxes become a selling point for a, a, a candidate? So that, that, that really bothered me. And it bothered me because Ilhan Omar really got a great opportunity to come to, to the United States. And she flourished. She became a representative in Congress. Good for her. But I really think it's disgusting that she just doesn't appreciate it at all. So I've talked enough about Ilhan Omar. So let's talk about the brains of the squad. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And this gal is just so dumb. And you're going to hear something from her in a later podcast. I just haven't published it yet. Um, just listen to this idiocy. Ms. Hutchinson, I also want to thank you about bringing up the poverty draft and this idea of a bootstrap. You know, this idea and this metaphor of a bootstrap started off as a joke because it's a physical impossibility to lift yourself up by a bootstrap, by your shoelaces. It's physically impossible. The whole thing is a joke. Well, she's right. Um, it's not exactly something that's made to take literally. It's a hyperbole. What pick yourself from your bootstraps means is that, you know what? Take care of yourself. You're, you get beaten down. Pick yourself up and deal with it. It doesn't mean actually grab your shoelaces and pick yourself up. This is, without a doubt, one of the dumbest things in the world. I can't even imagine she said this and she took it literally. So here's the thing with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is she takes things literally, manipulates them for a reason. The problem is anyone who's a thinking human being realizes she's full of crap. What is she talking about? Her idea here and what she's trying to say in this thing and she's trying to eliminate the hyperbole. She's trying to make it so that people ignore the stupidity of what she's saying. Is that you can't actually make yourself better. This is the scary part of her. 
And one of the things she needs to do is eliminate or make senseless the hyperbole and tell you that this is not a logical thing. So let's get rid of pick yourself up your bootstraps. Yeah, no, I cannot grab my shoelaces and pick my feet up without falling down in another way. And that's what she's saying. But <laughs> it's just like, oh my God, the, the, the hyperbole is so simple, so direct, and she's got to negate it. It's, it's just really dumb. Here's the thing. In the next podcast, you're going to hear what she says that really makes this clear. What she's saying is you cannot help yourself. You cannot, once you're knocked down to the ground, you cannot pick yourself up. You need the government to help you. That's what she's saying. That's scary. I've heard this from Andrew Clavin, Stephen Crowder, um, Ben Shapiro, and they've all said the same thing. She's just an idiot. No, she's not an idiot. She is attacking the base of our rational rationale. That's what she's doing. And that's not idiocy. That's destroying our basic beliefs. You fail. You try and create a business. And I've tried to create a couple of businesses. I've tried to be a contractor. I've tried to do a lot of things. And it doesn't work out. Pick yourself up by your bootstraps and try and do it again. Try something else. What she's saying is that that crap is irrelevant. You will fail over and over and over again. And so I disagree with Stephen Crowder, with Andrew Clavin, and with um, Ben Shapiro. I think that this is something that needs to be looked at and needs to be understood for what it is. She's attacking the principle. She's attacking the basic the basic thought of the individual. And she's beginning to tell you, as an individual, you will fail. And picking yourself up by your bootstraps. And by the way, she did have to explain this because people were saying, are you an idiot? She did try to explain this. But in the next podcast, which is going to be broken up into two podcasts, because it looks like Bernie Sanders is the communist is going to be the next presidential Democratic presidential candidate, which scares the living crap out of me. Not because he'll win. He's not going to win. But because we've gotten to that point that our, that the generation, the millennial, the Gen Z generations are actually voting for this guy. What's going to happen four years from now, eight years from now? Are we going to become a communist country? And that's what these people do. They play with words. They try to destroy the base sensibilities of our society. And that's what Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez is doing here. So think about it. Um, you can follow me at uh, follow me on Twitter at Run and Fool. You can listen or download this podcast at Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Attic, and YouTube. 
Uh, you can look at the videos at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com, and they're the full videos. I hope you enjoyed tonight. Have a great weekend. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.